Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the Eagles Nest 365. You with us? You ready to ride out there? I mean, yeah. It's only real Eagles fans around here. The Nets. You ready? You ready? Let's get it. Yeah. All my diehards, are you with me? We representing Eagles Nest 360. Coming up from the bottom to the tip. Fly, fly, people soar. Are you with me? Solid two hours tonight on another great episode of the Yo Show. Give it to us, Yo. Yo. Jeff the Shark Perini. 
the co-hostess with the mostest, the amazing Jewel Tady. We're here again for another episode. That is, again, for those of you who are new to the show, a song by our good friend, Mr. Rock Fadon, and um, part of the uh, group that we run here on Facebook, Eagle's Nest 365. Um, we made it the theme song, and we're going to cut it, obviously, make it a little shorter in the future, so you don't hear, like, five minutes of song and one or that happened to the host. But, uh, to get us psyched up tonight and Rock being so kind to let us um, have that song as our theme song. It's going to be a great show. A lot of big people listening in. So we wanted everybody to hear the whole thing from Rock. And uh, you never know. Maybe somebody likes it and wants a little more from Rock. So we'll give him a, a props here on the show. I'm going to do one thing it. as well. Rock is. I love it too. That song just, I mean, it it takes me right out of my chair. I'm like up here like dancing. I got my Aaron Paul outfit on tonight. For our special guest, I got my, my, my oh yeah, I got my hat on, I got my, my shirt, my sweater vest, my tie, you know, my looking sharp, disco. looking sharp. My disco light here. I'm like, oh, Aaron pulled out. Anyway, folks, as uh, oh, no, we are, oh, we are looking, we're both looking fantastic. It's like <laughs> it's like we're out on a date <laughs> here, right here in the studio. Um, but I, I let the cat out of the bag. Tonight's guest, of course, is one of the, if not the best and most listened to guests that we have had um, on the stoop and the O show and all the combination. He's a singer. He's a producer. He is a fashion guru. He's like Mr. Fashion. And now co-author of a brand new book, kind of a biography of his life, if you will, co-written with uh, the wonderful Nathan James. Uh, The book is called, I don't care lessons in life, love, Music and boy bands. That's right, boy bands. He's got stories there too. Mr. Aaron Paul is here tonight, and I'm, I'm gonna clap. I'm gonna clap it up. High energy tonight, Jewel. Aaron brings 110. percent He is like coffee times a million. You now people get that morning cup of coffee, and blah, 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 blah. that's like Aaron 24 yeah. hours a day. He's yeah. the highest of energy. He's in our buddy. And if you're on, um, if you looked at the ad, or if you're on the ad now on blogtalkradio.com, there's a great picture of me and Aaron that was taken at the uh, Keswick Theater a couple of years back. Me and Aaron sat and had coffee at the uh, Keswick um, Coffee House, talked, told some great stories, took some pictures, um, saw the uh, Glam Skanks had a man show together at the uh, Keswick Theater. Fantastic guy. You can't help but just smile around this guy. It's awesome. Yeah. And he's such a good time. Um, I can't wait to meet him in person. But, uh, yeah, I'm really jealous you saw the Glam Skanks and got to hang out with Aaron. Wish I was there. That was a pretty full night. That's back when uh, when John was with us. And, you know, if you were with us, you would have been there. And it, it was an amazing night. Couldn't get to Adamanta. I was told that's very difficult. And we understand. But uh, Aaron made it over. So Aaron was there that night with... Um, one of the kings of talk show host, uh, Jimmy Starr. Jimmy Starr was there. Mm-hmm. Jimmy and Ron Russell, Eileen Shapiro, um, some of uh, Aaron's good friends, fans, and some very big people in the uh, in broadcasting and interview world. Um, so if you're out there listening, Jimmy, we say hello here. <laughs> yeah. We listen to his show. He's good. He's got the whole nine yards. He's got the video recording and he gets big guests on his show and we strive to be you someday Jimmy we would love that we'd love to do what you do getting there 
definitely getting we're getting, there. <laughs> we're getting there. Uh, I don't think Jimmy uh, sucks down alcohol like we do, but we're getting <laughs> we're getting there. <laughs> Everyone needs a little liquid courage now and again. Absolutely. So Aaron Paul around eight thirty and Jewel Tady. Oh my God. Yeah, I was told by Aaron to expect a very special guest. I think I know who it is. You think you know who it is. We're not going to mention who it is because that's why we keep people stayed, stayed tuned, stay tuned, tuned in. I don't know. I blew that. Stay tuned in. Stay Stay tuned in. in. Stay stay (laughs) tuned in. Oh, man. (laughs) Well, it's a great start. Uh, Let's thank, uh, let's cut for a second and thank our guest from Monday. It's like two different worlds. Tonight we've got like pop music, fashion, book writing. Monday night we had hardcore, hard-hitting, gritty hockey action. I use gritty in there too. Mark Zamara yeah. was our guest Monday. Yeah, Mark from uh, Broadcast Bullies. And of course from the Burlington County Times is a reporter, uh, writer, interviewer, hockey guru. Everybody's a guru to me. Mark was the hockey guru. And he, uh, we had a great time. Talked a lot of hockey. Hockey starts tonight. Flyers start tomorrow night in Las Vegas. We're ready for hockey season. Thank Mark again for coming on with us. Definitely. I'm always impressed with the amount of knowledge people have about a certain subject. I'm like, I, I just, I wish I was that invested in one thing to learn that much <laughs> Tell about, me about it. it. You know? Tell me about it. I have an incredible amount of knowledge about not having enough knowledge about anything. That's right. <laughs> that's my forte, <laughs> and I'm great at it. Yeah. Uh, like if, like. If we go on the Aaron Paul show, he'll, he'll introduce me as not knowing enough about anything guru Jeff Perini <laughs> on our show. <laughs> I am a, a bag full of useless knowledge. I'll, I'll say that. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Just doesn't I'm make fine. sense. That's I can fine. spit useless stuff all day long. I can so answer tonight a couple we gotta... Jeopardy questions. Not, not all oh, of them. <laughs> I, I get some. I get some. If I went on Jeopardy, I'd probably, you know, I'd probably be about... I'd have maybe like four or five grand by the end of the show. And I definitely yeah. lose it in Final Jeopardy because Final Jeopardy is always hard. So. <laughs> you would bet it all. Make it a true <laughs> daily double. Correct response would is you have no money left. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That was my Alex Trebek impersonation, by the way. So we got topics. We do not have a top five list tonight. And the reason why, when, like I said, when Aaron comes on, he comes with a big ensemble of stuff, stories. And books we had to read. Our own Jewel Tady killed the book. Uh, yours, Charlie Jeffrey, did not kill the book. I read some of it. Um, as you know, I get up at the crack of dawn. I work a hard full-time job and then come to my nighttime job, which is this great stuff. Um, not saying that Jewel's not busy either. Jewel's got a daughter to care for, a job on her own. She had to drive an hour to get to the studio because uh, she had a little technical <laughs> malfunction. It was rough, but, but I devoured that book. <laughs> it was a good book. But you're like 17 years my younger, so you have the attention span. I'm, I fall asleep just having a glass of water. Men are just so full of excuses all the time. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I am full of it already. <laughs> absolutely. Right. So what we're going to do, we are going to get right to some Aaron Paul music, because that's one of the things we do here. We love playing music. Aaron sent us three great pieces, and we certainly want to get them all on. 
Uh, probably get one on, maybe two before Aaron comes on. If not, we'll play him after. We don't like to play during the guest is on and cut him off and bring him back and all that stuff. We like to kind of kill it um, all at one time. So this is Aaron Paul and a compilation he did with the uh, legendary uh, Dr. Dre from Yo! MTV Raps, who just celebrated her 30th anniversary, according to Jewel. Thank you for that information, Jewel. Uh <laughs> Yeah, Dr. Dre and Aaron got together, made this song. It is, uh, I guess, kind of the title song of the book, if you will. The song is called Lessons in Life, Love, Music, and Boy Bands. Aaron Paul and Dr. Dre. It's about three minutes long. It is a, uh, it's a great number. I love it. I've listened to it a hundred times already, and we're going to play it for you right now here on the Yo! Show. Just give us a few minutes. Listen in to Aaron, do some singing. We'll come back, try to play another song, and Aaron will be on for interviews around 8.30. So let's check it out. Be back shortly, folks. Aaron Paul, y'all. Let's give it up for him. Here we go, y'all. Aaron Paul, y'all. The one and only Aaron Paul. Music Determination and dedication sing my first a little boy back yeah. 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 I just want to get funky Put my hand on what you did Understand oh. Here we go, y'all
Illinois Aaron Paul, yo. That is fantastic. <laughs> a great, great song. Forget Love that it. other Aaron Paul. I remember back when we first had Aaron Paul, and I was like, oh, from Breaking Bad? No, this is the real Aaron Paul. Yeah, bitch. Super Town. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great song. I love it. Uh, I like to have heard that. I've listened to it a bunch of times since getting it. His voice is incredible range. Incredible. Insane. You know, his voice reminds me of uh, mine. Oh. I was yeah. actually going to say, like, um, that had, like, a Bruno Mars type of feel. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, like, listen to me do it. Yeah, that's not even close. It's not even close to being close. But, uh, try. Yeah, Bruno Mars there. Thank you. Uh, and that's what I said. And I, you know, I had a little chance to chat uh, with Aaron last night online. We did a little chatting and uh, told him, man, this is it. That song to me is as good, if not better, than anything that's out there right now. Yeah. And you mentioned Bruno oh, Mars. That's song. That's on a Bruno Mars wavelength. That's a great song. It's yeah. kind of like the whole. It's kind of like the whole book in a three-minute nutshell. I would say. I mean, it, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it it's a little different though. Like it has that throwback type of feel, and then you have Dr. Dre on it. Like it's just cool. It's that '90s vibe that everyone is digging. Everyone's dressed in '90s. You know, the music today, like, even Bruno Mars did that song with Cardi B, like, taking it back to the 90s. Like, we need that right now. I love the freaking 90s. <laughs> I do. I love the 90s. I love the 80s. Um, I love everything but, like, the current. Nah, I'm kidding. I love the current. Um, just when you get older, you're like, oh, man, remember how good it was back then? But it seemed like in the 80s and 90s, like, everything was different. Everybody got along. Things were fun. Because we were kids and we were young. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> and nothing mattered. Nothing mattered. Um, I definitely got to ask Aaron about the whole uh, yeah, I don't care angle and all that. And it's great because he seems like the kind of guy like he could slap a smile on his face no matter what. And it's not like he don't care. Like, I don't give a crap about anything. Like, he's a passionate guy. His I don't care just means you're not going to slow him down. He's, he's going to go out and do no, it. Yeah. It also reminds me of that song that's on the radio now. It's like, living my best life. That's and that's like the vibe <laughs> I we're like going for. Yeah, but, oh, I hear that and it reminds me of that. Like it's just, I love it. I do as well. I love that song a great deal. Um, so I was going to look and maybe jump into topics, but I figured let's do more Aaron Paul. Should we do another Aaron Paul? Up to you. Let's do it. We were dancing. <laughs> controls. I told you we're dressed up like we're out on a date. We're dancing like we're dating. We're drinking like we're dating. <laughs> So why not? Let's keep We're going. living our best life. We don't care tonight. <laughs> That's right. We don't care, but we we care about the right thing. Down on a Wednesday. We don't care. <laughs> we don't care about nonsense. So let's do another Aaron Paul. Um, let's go with Pop Star because this is another really great Aaron Paul song, and uh, a lot of his songs seem to be like, like I said, self biography. Pop Star is what he is, and what he was back in his boy band days, and what he's trying to become again, and. He's such an excellent entertainer. I know we're going on a lot about him, and you can't say enough. That's why I'm going to go on and on and on. And I know he usually listens in before he calls in. And if he's listening, we love you here, man. We absolutely love you here on the Yo Show and the Stupid Radio Network. And uh, I told John Ragus that he was coming on today, and John said, send Aaron my best. He's the man. I love Aaron. It's hard not to love Aaron. So let's do another song. Let's do Pop Star. Another song by Aaron Paul, our guest tonight. He'll be on around 830 
keep playing some tunes. Let's keep dancing. Jewel Tatey, get on that dance floor. We're getting ready to let it rip. Pop star, about three minutes long right here on the Yo Show. We'll be back shortly. I want you to notice me From my boots to my head I'm famous when I'm dressed Now listen Play on your radio On TV screen and in your magazines Everybody wants to show It's alive. It is absolutely alive. Aaron Paul, pop star. I like that lyric near the end. That should be like his his like calling card thing. He's a pop star. He's a rock star. Oh, how'd it go? He's your superstar. Your superstar. Is that right? Did I get it right? Oh my uh, god! I play it again. <laughs> it was good though. It was so good, but I was like so busy clapping and cheering, I forgot half the lyrics. But it's good. Busy That's dancing. great. I- it's like, like a nightclub right now. We got the lights going. Yeah, we got the lights. You know, our special effects here that match our budget. It's fun though. It's very festive in here. <laughs> Tell you what, I'm going to put these. Um, I'm playing it at the Halloween party. 
playing some Aaron Paul tunes at the Halloween party. You know, what? I want to yeah. play. Let's. We're gonna do that too. Because you mentioned Bruno Mars, we're gonna play some stuff at the Halloween party. And for those of you who don't listen, they're there and say, you know, we're gonna play a couple. Like, who is this? I'm gonna say, I, I don't think it's Bruno Mars, and see what they say. And they're like, oh, I like this. Yeah, you like it? It's goddamn Aaron Paul. That's right. As heard on the Yo Show. No, no, you can't compare that way. But <laughs> hey, we will jam out some Aaron Paul at the Halloween party for show. Absolutely, absolutely. It'll be on the, at my house October 27th. I got the big sound system going on here. And uh, we're going to be blasting some Aaron Paul. and Because people, people like to dance here. They like to come here and dance. And whoever isn't dancing is playing beer pong. And we just have a great old time. So Aaron mm-hmm. Paul is going to be blasting. We're going to be blasting a lot of our Philly locals. Just a little heads up there. We're going to be getting a lot of Philly local music coming on. Uh, a lot of people reached out to me today about getting on the show. Uh, we spoke to uh, one of our previous guests, Brandon Messon from Messing Around. They got a new album coming out. And... Uh, Basically, just mentioned to him that we'd like to have him on, and a lot of people saw it. A lot of people started messaging me and say, "Check out my tune. Check out my tune. What about my tune? I want to be on. How about my song? Why not? Some good numbers. Got some good songs uh, for some good people, and we love our uh, Philly acts. Like I said, we are the Yo Show. We do come from Philly. We bring you the world. So we're bringing the world these artists because we get people listening all over. We've got uh, when you look at the track record of listeners, Canada. A lot of Canada, a lot of all throughout the United States, um, Mexico. We've got some in uh, England. So we listeners all around. So, yeah, let, let's bring them these songs. You never know who's listening in. You never know who likes what they hear. Maybe get the... Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I, I just love seeing these artists blow up. Like Vita and the Wolf was on the cover of this magazine. I was just about to show Jeff. I, I left it behind. But... <laughs> it's so cool to see Philly artists rise to their like, glory. It's so cool. Like they travel the world, and and they just come from here. And they always show so much Philly love and have so much respect for Philly stations who who play unsigned artists. And it, I, I I really love doing it. And that's uh yeah, it keeps me going. It really does. <laughs> Agreed. And um, that's one of the things that me and Aaron were talking about last night is how. You know, there's so – I don't say so little, but there's not enough respect for the people that do the blood, sweat, and tears work and actually produce and cut and make songs and records anymore. Like everybody's mm-hmm. into um, – and no disrespect to the style, but everybody's into the DJ thing now. Or like concerts are being held with a DJ. He's basically taking other people's music and just mixing it, and people are going nuts for it. What about it's the actual – DJ, though. Like it's literally artists. a dude on a laptop. It's not a real DJ yeah. anymore. Like they don't even yeah. scratch any. <laughs> I could do that. Kind of I could press buttons on the computer. The old school. I mean, it, it just it makes a difference, and I don't know. That's what I was going to get into later. Listen to me. I'm DJing right now. Listen. Erp, 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 erp. Yep, I'm DJing. <laughs> I just pressed like a thousand buttons on my uh, computer keyboard. Wow. There. I'm DJing. I'm a DJ. You got to mix it out. <laughs> and then just me pressing buttons. Yeah, got it. Sorry, Good we had to cancel our guest, Aaron Paul, because I'm the guest now. <laughs> Superstar DJ phenomenon, JP Shark Sizzle Perini. Do you, you want to hear my name? No. <laughs> Do you want to know my DJ name by now? Yes. Yeah, I, I forgot. You did tell me because we were going to give you a, 
a nickname for the show we did. It was DJ Hammerhead, well, right? I was DJ Shady, and then I was DJ Cannon, and then um, I was the <laughs> named DJ IDGAF. DJ, I don't give a F because <laughs> I don't give a F what you want to hear. I'm going to play what I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. I am the worst controller of music ever. Ever. People but, um, scream at me, and I don't care. I don't care. I'm like DJ. Sorry, I asked. I'm uh, like I go to parties <laughs> where people want to hear me. Like people want to dance and all, and I'm like playing Guns N' Roses, and there's like 50 people on the dance floor holding their arms out at me like this. I'm like, that's what I want to hear. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> I I went to like you know I have my own parties I held in college, and my girlfriend comes up to me and she's like, if you play Black Hole Sun in this entire party, like I am leaving. <laughs> I love what? Black also. Bring it down at some point. Like, you can't be <laughs> at a ten the whole time. You gotta have level. My uh, yeah. My my wedding um, entry song into the uh, reception was "Welcome to the Jungle." That's awesome. I was like, really? And I'm like, yeah. Welcome to the jungle. Of course. Our friends uh, Terry and Out. Their like intro song was um, "Whole Lot of Love," and that was See? a good walk in song. Yeah, that's how you do it. Oh, I, I've been doing some, very some wedding planning, so that's coming oh, yeah? up. Yeah, like some nice. legit wedding planning. I didn't think it was going to come up this quick, but uh, yeah, we're looking at early early next year. So wow. look out for that. It comes fast, super fast. I'm going to be my own DJ, though. I have to be my own DJ. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Just play my uh, phone the whole time. <laughs> is Jessica Barth coming? Jessica Barth? Yeah, she better. I yeah, feel cause bad because she, she invited she me my to her wedding. <laughs> she stayed my wedding house every weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a place for you to stay. Cause... You stay in my basement. <laughs> yeah, wedding was in California. That's tough. It's tough to travel for a wedding. It is. Yeah, I yeah. just didn't have it like that. But I hope she comes. It would be lovely. It would be lovely. We're going to invite everybody that's ever been on the stoop, too. Or and the ocean. Dude. If I could have a couple bands play from the stoop, I'd be in tears. Tay would be badass to get Aaron Paul to become an ordained minister, and he does your wedding. What? Wow. Wow. All right, now I'm flipping out. <laughs> I have that goosebumps. Be... <laughs> he probably would do it. That's the best for you. I don't, oh I don't really imagine him saying no to anybody about, like, the simplest Dude, of favor you ask him. The kind of guy I'd says, be... yes, he's awesome. I'd be so afraid to ask. That'd be awesome. It would be pretty awesome. My cousin is he's, uh, ordained, but he he's also out in California, so that's <laughs> a tough track. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely not the same. Definitely not the same. <laughs> There's that, that four track again that we're trying to avoid. <laughs> so we should be uh, expecting the Reverend Aaron Paul any moment, <laughs> any moment oh now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Get this guy no, I'm embarrassed. I would love that, though. That would be freaking phenomenal. Uh, let's see. We do have we do have a call coming in here. I'm not sure if this is Aaron though. Uh, let's check it out. Good evening. You are on the Yo Show with Jeff and Jewel. Hey, it's Aaron. Hey, hey. Cool. <laughs> I'm good, thank you. Am I am I too early? No, you no, you're right on time. You threw me a curveball. Right on time, right? Totally, <laughs> you gave me a totally different phone number than I'm seeing up here, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know, I was worried that that one was going to give out on me, so I thought I better be safe. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay, so you let's sound try. Great. Let's, 
Let's try this again. All good? right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, yeah. let's try this again. It's now time, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, for a very special guest, uh, author, pop star, singer, fashion guru, and one of the greatest, most electric, exciting people you're ever going to meet, the amazing Aaron Paul. Aaron, good evening again, and welcome to The Yo Show. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be back. Well, obviously, it's the new show. Obviously, I, I was on the last one um, a couple of times with you guys, the Stoop. So now you've changed your whole your whole game on me. So you now the, 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 yo, the yo show. But good to you know, speak to you, Jeff and Jewel. How are you doing? Thank you so much. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. It's been it's been crazy, crazy busy. Um, I'm last stages of literally wrapping up this album. Um, the album's called Dance, and it's basically an album to make everybody dance. So oh, it's if I have to make you dance, I've done my job. <laughs> <laughs> you have you have made us dance. We played two tracks already. We played the um, oh really? Yeah, we played uh, Lessons in Life with, with Dr. Dre, which was Dr. Dr. Dre, yeah. We that. And then we played Pop Star, uh, which is also amazing. Um, Thank you. We try to play the songs before you come on. This way we can talk about them a little bit when you get here, and then we got one for later. Uh, you know, we, okay. like, we like to save. We like to save the talk time. We know. I know you like to talk, Aaron. I want to save plenty of time. You know, you I was try, I was trying to tune in, and I was trying to you know click on the um, the browser thing, but it wouldn't let me. It was saying I had to download a whole bunch of other things, and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to call in at eight thirty, like like they told me to. <laughs> okay. Hopefully that's not everybody's dilemma because uh, everybody should be checking you out and hearing you because you're great, and you always bring it. A huge following of people. I was telling Jewel, looking at the stats, when we look at some of the top guests we've ever had, you're number one. Are you serious? Oh yeah, you, about, yeah. No, I, you told. I saw that yesterday in your in your post, and I was like, are they really serious about that? Like, really? <laughs> I brought oh, that yes. many people. That's really Absolutely. interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm pleased. I'm, don't get me wrong, but I'm very very surprised. Go ahead. Yeah. Maybe it's the, the sparkle. <laughs> Is All the sparkly sparkle? outfits. <laughs> yes. No, because I was just going to say, we have just so many uh, diverse people from, like, so many different platforms and formats and, and, and you know, entertainment venues. Right. Like, it, it's just so cool. Uh, um, we're so happy and so much fun to talk to, and we have a lot of fun, so... Um, so it's, yeah, it's not my totally sparkle deserved. outfit, then. <laughs> no, I, I think it's part of the sparkle outfit. Because I tell you, you what, I don't, know, I don't know if you saw my <laughs> Facebook Live video. I always do a little Facebook Live promo before the show goes on. And having you yeah. on the night, I had on my hat. I had on a sweater vest, tie with a button shirt. I got all dressed up for Aaron Paul night. Fancy. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw that picture that you posted from when, when, when I came down to Philly that day. And to that, that town picture. where we, we, when I first met you guys. Remember? Yeah. We sat in that cafe was... and had coffee, and then we had to run across the street for the for the Adamant concert. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about that with Jewel before you came on. That was like one of the greatest nights of my life. I love that picture, and I posted it as part of the montage of photos that we showed to advertise the uh, show. Okay. Because man, I'm <laughs> really I'm more than more than proud to be an Aaron Paul fan. So we got um we got a lot to talk about. Again, the book is um, I don't care. It's lessons in life. I don't care. Yep. Music and <laughs> he he does it better than me, Joe. I try. He does it a lot better than me. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I named the book after the, the, the my first number one. My first solo number one was called I Don't Care. And, oh, you know, okay. the song had like a, a very powerful message, you know, to love yourself and not care about what other people, you know, say about you. So when it came to writing the book, you know, with um, Nathan James, who, who co-wrote, co-wrote it with me, 
you know, he gave me free reign. He goes, call the book. It's your book. It's your story. Call the book what you want. I said, I know exactly what I need to call that book. <laughs> I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> and then, you know, you, you add the, the, the second part with, you know, lessons in life, love, music, and boy bands. That's my whole life, you know, right there in that book. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I devoured the book. Uh, it was just like such Jewel, a bit. That was like, one of the first things I was going to ask you, and I told Jeff I'm going <laughs> to ask you too. Yes, she <laughs> yeah. did. No, what it, did it, you think it, of the book? It was great. I mean, it was truly you, and um, I was just wondering if, like, writing it, it was very therapeutic. Did it? Um, I know it brought up some tough memories, but uh, did it help you, like, just, just get over you know some what, of um, stuff, like stress-wise? Um, it, it, I wouldn't say therapeutic because I mean they've all, I mean, they've always kind of been in this you know the, the memories have always been there. Um, mm-hmm. It was but well first just sitting me down to actually type. You know that was going to be that was the daunting part. But how am I going to sit there and type a whole book, especially at the beginning? You know, mm-hmm. and obviously um, Nathan James was there to assist me with that, and he did a, a you know a bunch of stuff, especially like a lot of the editing and stuff like that. And we would first do conversations. And we took for hours on a daily basis, and he'll be taking his notes, blah, blah, blah. But then I kind of got more into, I thought, you know, let me give this a go. So I actually started sitting down and actually, you know, chaining myself to the computer, you know, <laughs> forgetting the rest of the world around me, forget the music, forget the events, and literally locked myself down onto the computer, and it just poured out of me. And once I was on a roll, I was on a roll. Literally, yeah. I was like, literally, I mean, and some, literally, I think the last probably a month before the book was, was released, I was literally chained to the computer nonstop, night and day. And I was tick- my fingers were going 100 miles an hour. You know, I mean, I mean there was lots, lots of grammar and, and mistakes, don't get me wrong, and then Nathan yeah. kind of <laughs> fine-tuned all that. But I was on a roll. Um, the only um, part that you said was probably was daunting, because I never actually faced the issue head-on ever in my life. It always was like on the, the back of my mind to the side, and that was the... The Latchmere Child chapter, which you read, was right. pretty. It's a pretty dark um, chapter, and I mean, obviously that happened to me, um, but I put that in a space in my head, you know, and kind of left it there. If that makes sense to you, and kind of continued yeah. my life going forward without ever actually facing it dead on in the in the eye. If that makes sense. Absolutely, and um, I, I just want to say it's it was very brave of you to even come forward with that, and um. Um, and 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 you had an anonymous person right in there, also like their tale of what had happened. Yeah, and um, it's funny. It was literally before the, before we actually life is weird, Joel. Things happen for a reason. Literally, you know, we were like two weeks away from finishing the book, and all of a sudden, you know, my mum calls me and says, "There's been another person, another victim that's that's come forward." I'm like, "Yes." God, I mean, not yes that that, that that awful thing <laughs> happened to him, but yes that you know there's someone to back up my story if that makes right. sense. Because I yeah. always thought, you know, growing, you know, after the incident happened, I thought I was the only one. You know, right. I dark certain, you know, other school um, members that I went to school with, and they said no, no, nothing like that ever happened to them. And you know, for years and years and years, I well, I was the only one. And all of a sudden, yeah. we're writing this book, and, you know, Nathan said to me, you know, he said, do you, do you want to put that chapter in the book? And I said, absolutely, absolutely I need to put that chapter in there, because, you know, I can, might help somebody else, 
and give them someone else some strength in their life. And, you know, I was able to move ahead with my life because I had music to keep me going. If I didn't have music, I don't know what would have been after that wow. incident. That, you know, that um, is, that's incredible. And it's good to have an outlet. And you talk about, um, like, I don't mean to change the subject or change the story, but talk about how you always mm-hmm. have people. It's nice to have somebody, a mystery person, come in and help you out. We have a mystery person that called in. I'm not quite sure who this is, but somebody is calling in to be part of our show. So I'd like to welcome in uh, this person as well. Welcome to the Yo Show. You're okay. here with uh, Aaron Paul. Good evening. This is Nathan James. How are you? Hey, Nathan. how are you? <laughs> <All right. laughs> Look at that. Thanks for being patient, Nathan. Um, when when we get Aaron on a roll, he gets on a roll. So we appreciate you listening and being patient. Um, I guess what we'll do, we'll, we'll kind of rapid fire some questions back and forth because Aaron, you're such a charismatic, charismatic character, and you're so electric and you're fantastic. Nathan, what was it like working with Aaron Paul? Well, I'll tell you. Um, Aaron came to me, came up to visit me in Pennsylvania, and uh, this was a year ago. And he had this idea that uh, he wanted me to do his biography. And he, he uh, asked me what I thought of that idea and um, whether I would take it on. And I uh, very eagerly said yes, because I've always felt, and I've known Aaron for quite some time now, he has a very compelling story to tell, which unfolds in the book in kind of a unique way. Um, Aaron tells his story, and we have other voices from the people that have enriched Aaron's life who also offer commentary from their perspective. But basically the story that Aaron tells in I Don't Care is one of overcoming, and I had so much fun working with him on the book. He is a very vibrant storyteller. Uh, he is, yes. of course, uh, and, yes. you know. That's the sparkle again. <laughs> there it is, the and, magic, uh, magic. You know, we worked very closely on on the uh, creation of this book, and Aaron was a very active participant, and um, it was just it was just really a lot of fun. I, I caught the part where you were talking about the Latchmere chapter, and, mm. of course, that's the most poignant part of the whole book. But to me, I think it's also one of the most important chapters because it showed how Aaron went through that and still overcame and continued on to become the lead singer of the Worlds Apart Boy Band. Absolutely. You know, after that, I mean, obviously it's it's obviously a very traumatic experience. And then you don't, you know, there was nobody I could talk to about it, you know. And it kind of, I was developing my own um, sexual kind of, you know, persuasion because of that, out of that situation too. So... I put music ahead of it, if that makes sense. I buried everything into music and was so determined to get signed by a record label and you know, be, be a successful artist that I put that dark chapter or that, that moment of my life buried deep, never, never faced it, if that makes sense. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's, it's so relevant today. So music was a cover, basically. Music covered that. Yeah, you know? and... I mean, what what is would your be what would your advice be for survivors today who are just facing this and they're thinking about coming out with their stories, but they're afraid to because so many people are. Um, and that, that's the issue because you know it, it 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 definitely opens a lot of doors. You know, there's family, there's the 
you know, there's the abuser, and, and, and it's your word against them. I mean, I can only, I can only go from what I did. Yeah. I knew if I had come forward at that particular time, World War Three would have broke out. Right. It wouldn't yeah. have been pretty. It, and, and it wouldn't have been pretty for my abuser, if that makes sense to you. Um, yeah, my dad would have literally committed murder. And yeah. I knew that. I knew that. that and that's what, one of the reasons that did, why I didn't come forward at such a young age, because my dad would have just lost it. Completely totally. lost it. Yeah. And, then that, and, and, um, that, and then, then that would then affect the family now. You know, you know, it's a lot of factors. So I can only say it on an individual basis, everyone has to find what's right and what works for them. You know, what my abuser did was very wrong. You know, any abuser is wrong. You know, you, and, is this is uh, this guy still alive? The headmaster? Yes, 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 yes. And you he know, is? He, he is and he you know, he was given you know, we did our research, didn't we, Nathan? And he was given a bunch of, you know, awards for, for being a, a, a an outstanding teacher wow. in, in the London um school district and I mean this guy was, you know, showered with stuff. And you know, and I'm thinking, Oh my god, when I um, I did kind of open the door a little bit like about five years ago and then I looked I saw what he was doing and I was like, Oh my god, this guy's been celebrated uh, You know, and I'm like you know, I can't believe he, you know, nobody knows the real truth of this guy. I do because I know what happened to me. But nobody know you know, he's been celebrated and given all these kind of titles and stuff. But I thought, you know but I always knew one day I would I would rise and speak up. You know, against him, and I, you know, I knew that there'd be a day one day when I would, and the book was was that day basically. And then when the other um, um, victim came forward, that was just an, an added kind of strength and and bonus for us both because he felt that he was the only one too. Yeah. And there we are. And the, the funny thing is, the other victim, we went to the same school. I wow. mean, sorry. So we went, we went to the same school. Where he was a few years older than me, but I knew his um, brothers and sisters. After his abuse, he then got, was taken out of the school and went to another school. But our paths crossed again. When we were maybe mid-teens, I was a huge fan of Michael Jackson, and he was. And we were mm -hmm. both met and knew each other hanging outside the, the Michael Jackson's hotel for like six <laughs> months when Michael Jackson wow. was. This was during the bad tour. When, you know, oh, wow. I think it was about 1986, 1987. And, mm -hmm. you know, I was camped outside the hotel waiting for Michael Jackson every day. And the same, you know, my uh, the other victim was was there. And I knew him. But we, didn't, we couldn't explain or talk about, you know, what happened. We just, I guess we both just buried it and kind of got on with our lives. But he said that he, it affected his life very big time. He had dreams of being an entertainer too. And is rather a talented individual as well. But the abuse, he thought that the abuse that he had suffered from stopped, stopped his path, where I didn't allow it to stop my path, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and that and there was also there was a third person, and they ended up losing their life. They committed suicide. Oh, wow. Wow. And that's why, yep. um, that's why more people got to step up, Aaron. I mean, the whole the, the Me Too movement of the females now and, and your story, this book – this is the power well, of it. You know, this is the message. Times have changed now. There's, there's resources now, and the, you know, there's now you know child protection laws that are much more in place now. When I was a kid, you know, it wasn't. It was, 
you know, it wasn't so much of that. And yeah. a lot of people, too, you know, we face the, the, the reality of it. It's our word against them, you know, and sometimes you're a lonely voice. You know, I know some other <laughs> abuse victims that did come forward and to their family, and the family did not even believe them and just brushed it all under the carpet like it never happened. Right. You know, a lot of everyone's situation is a little bit unique to their own, you know, their own mental, really. Absolutely. And you know, it's, I mean, it's, it's 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 right out of today's headlines if you think about it. Yeah, um, exactly. The 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 whole the whole uh, Lachmir and you know being afraid to tell anybody. You know, this is the this is the why I didn't report hashtag in a nutshell. Yeah. Sure. And I went to Penn State, like main campus, and I I, wow. I can't believe the horrors that went on up there. It just it makes me sick. But yeah, I mean they. Once again, they didn't have those laws, and they weren't looking into it. And and now maybe people are paying a closer. And also, attention. a lot of people that are yeah. like in in authoritarian positions or key positions, you know, yeah. they're not looked at as 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 abusers. You know, they and they get there and they use their 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 power and get away with it because of who they are. You know, yeah. when Absolutely. really no one knows the truth, what's going on, you know, behind when the doors are closed. Yeah. You know, so. It's 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 wrong from all, all around, you know. I'm just very very lucky that I'm able able to process it in the way that I did. Maybe one day it might really affect me and hit me. It hasn't really in that sense. I've still been able to move forward in my life and gain all my all my dreams and aspirations didn't stop after that incident. I definitely felt I it it woke it awoken me sexually. The experience did. I don't know if I still would have been the sexual orientation that I am now if it wasn't for that. I don't know. I might have still been the same. Who knows? But I didn't let it stop my dreams, if that makes sense. And that, that's what I would like to pass on to people. You can live on after, after such a, you know, a, a nasty situation like that. You can still live your life and dream and aim big. Yeah. It's, great it, it's, not even so much, it's not even so much living your life. It's like I said, people that know you. And the people that have met you will realize you're not just living it. You're going above and beyond. You have such a presence. Even being what you've been through, you're like, you know what? It, it's over. It's time to show people what it's like to be good people and be great. Um, Nathan, when you uh, when you and Aaron wrote the book together, did you guys kind of become like family? Like how well did, did you two get along in the, in the process of this book? <laughs> Go ahead, Nathan. <laughs> well, it's a creative process. Aaron and I talk every day. Okay, Aaron and I, you know, I, 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 I always recognize the creative spirit in Aaron. Now, I will be honest, Aaron has his moments like all artists do. Okay, but, but, <laughs> you know, and there, there, you know, there are just sometimes when Aaron wants things to go a certain way or be portrayed a certain way. But we always managed to find a common ground. We always found a common artistic vision that allowed our project to go forward. It well, was, I think we have, was, you know, we, we have a lot of respect for each other. I mean, Nathan James is a genius writer. I don't know if awesome. you've read his past works or whatever, but, you know, he, he wrote a piece um, about me um, just when we just kind of started knowing each other. And, I mean, I read the piece, and the way he wrote this, this piece, it was around the um, Every Life Matters single. And... I, he brought me to tears. I mean, and I hardly knew him at that time, but I read the, the article he wrote about me, and I literally brought me to tears. And I knew at that instant Nathan James was the one to tell my story. 
because he has a he has, as well as being all you know he can have his little glamorous moments and talk about the entertainment. He writes from a very human in a very human way, and I know many writers and I even scattered around and. And I think one of my friends, is, she's a writer, Jess, Jess Brandes. I think she's listening now. So hi, Jess. You know, I even asked her, you know, before I met Nathan, would she write my book? Because she just had a couple of books out. And when I read Nathan's, you know, writing, I knew that he could tell my story. Yeah, he can tell, tell me, but he could talk about the sparkle, my songs, and, you know, my big personality. But he can also get to the nitty-gritty and tell my story as a regular human, you know, regular guy. And that's why I, I asked Nathan. And Nathan is, you know, he's a pleasure to work with. He's one of the nicest people you could ever meet and work with. I call him that's... the innocent because he doesn't have a bad <laughs> bone in his body. <laughs> Don't I, Nathan? You're the innocent. <laughs> oh, no, that, that is extremely kind of Aaron to say. And, uh, you know, I've always been impressed with Aaron's talent and his work ethic and his drive to excel. Uh, you know, he's a real crowd pleaser. I've seen him perform many times. And I thought definitely that his story was a story that was worthy of telling and it was worthy of me taking part in doing the telling of his story. Uh, you know, if you go through the pages of the book, you know, you learn a little bit about the pitfalls of the music industry. Celebrity life is not always uh, wine and cheese and private jets flying around the world. There <laughs> is. If you only knew. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> If you only knew. I mean, I think me and Jeff chatted last night, and we were kind of going at it, weren't we, for a little while? Yeah, we were. You know, with but, the you know the state of the industry and the pitfalls of it. But you know what? You mentioned it's, it's um, something. That, go ahead. Yeah. Um, not to cut you off, Ben, but uh, the phone sees keep going busy because everybody wants a part of Aaron Paul. You mentioned a new album or new song you did a collaboration, something you were super excited with, nervous, something that made you just gush and. Uh, Dr. Dre, uh, Dr. Dre, Andre yes, Brown, formerly of UMTV Raps. We do have a, another caller in. Caller, we'd like to welcome you to the Yo Show here with Aaron Paul, uh, Jewel, and Jeff. Um, say hello. We had another caller. He's connected, but we don't uh, we don't have him right here right now. Might have lost him. I don't know. Hello. Oh, one second. I think he's trying. To, I think that was Dre, actually. <laughs> Hold on. Hello. Hello. You're on the uh, show. Yes. Somebody hello. There? Can you hear me? Can you hear yes, me? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes. Good. Good morning from Germany, Aaron Paul. Is that Ben? This is Bean in Germany. I'm listening. Bean, and I want to say how are thank you? Thank you for the book. <laughs> People coming out everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Yes, worldwide. Good morning. Good morning to Aaron Paul. Good morning to the show. I want to leave immediately again, but I want to take the opportunity to thank Aaron Paul for the great book. It's Aww. on my shelf in Germany. I love it. I love the writing of Nathan James. It's absolutely stunning, amazing, a wonderful artist. And I want to hear now about more of, uh, again, uh, about the new mu- music. Yeah. Yeah, the new music is it's, it's coming in literally, you know, next the end of the month. Um, being, we just I've got to wait for one more mix to come in, and then the album's done. 
So okay. look out for that, and you're going to love it. I know you are. And Bin's one of my okay. biggest fans. She, she, she's been following me since um, World Apart days. Right? Yes. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I know she's a great fan of the book, and I, sh- I think the book kind of really helped her with some things that she had gone through in her past. So I'm pleased that the book was able to do that for you as well, Bin. Thank you so very much. I enjoyed everything about it. And now I am um, off the line because I'm in Germany. It's late night. And I want to okay. say thank you for the show. I appreciate it so much. It's wonderful and so fun to listen to. Thank you so very thank much. And thank, thank you for listening. Thank you, Bill. Take care. Be good. Bye. Good morning. Bye-bye. Have a great day. <laughs> it is, uh, it's getting hard to keep track. Aaron, you got people coming left and right. But like I said, and that's um, – Jewel, you actually had a question to ask Aaron about all the people that contributed to the book. So ask him that, please, because that's very important. Oh, yeah. Well, throughout the book are just friends and, and colleagues of yours that, that take that have their own take on, on who you are as a person. And it's just so cool to read, like, all of this praise about you. Um, it, was that always your intention, having that a part of the book? Because it's just it gives just a better picture of, of who you are as a person. Well, the people that um, that, you, that you see, we call them the, the other voices, those, those chapters or those parts. Okay. They were all key people that were a part of my whole journey, especially you know, on the music end. And there's a couple of family ones there, too, I think. Um, but some of my family have been in, was in music, too. So it was always – I wanted to get you – know, and, and, and we placed them in the book, as you see, to the time of what I'm talking about at that particular time, part of the book. So everyone that you see there is is in a timeline of my story and were key important figures to drive in Aaron Paul to what who Aaron Paul is today, especially as an yeah. artist. We love who Aaron Paul is today. He's fantastic. <laughs> um, well, we do you. have another. We do have we do have yet another call, another uh, of Aaron Paul's classics. Uh, let's welcome this latest caller to the show. Welcome to the O Show with Jeff and Joel and Aaron Paul and Nathan James. Hello. Hello. Yes, we got Hello. somebody. Uh, who do we have on the oh, line? We're on the line. We're on the line now. Oh, uh, it's Dr. Dre. How you doing? Hey. Oh, Dr. Dre. Hey. hey. I have been trying to call, and I don't know what happened. It just didn't go through. Uh, oh no. We, we got. We have the capacity for so many calls. How you guys doing? Doing great. Uh, we have the capacity for so many calls, and Aaron's got the lines flooded. So, Dre, thanks for being patient. Thanks for being a part of Aaron and the work, and thanks for calling in. Dr. Dre, everybody, uh, back in the day of UMTV Raps, uh, one of our favorite shows ever. Him and Aaron got together and collaborated on some songs. Uh, let's ask you about that, Dre. What was it like working with Aaron, and, and how was this song, and how did it all come to, come to be? He said, Dre, I need your help. Could you could you come and put a vocal down <laughs> on it for me? And I said, well, Aaron, I, I, don't, I don't know what you want me to do exactly, and he called me at a time I had, I had like a bad laryngitis, and um, I had to wait a couple of days <laughs> to get it clear. So uh, I said I did the best I could, and he said, "Oh, I love it." And I said, "Okay, well, then I guess we, we got things cooking here." He did, but I'm telling you, when I when we was at the TV studio, and I came and I pulled you aside and, and first approached you about this the project, and mm-hmm. at that time it was, I mean it's just like this you know this little this little idea, and I think I wrote the song like two days beforehand, and. And a, a little bulb just went off in my head. Dre, Dre would be good on this. This will work for Dre. You know? 
so uh, there I go. You know, we, we, Ray, Ray had put me on his show. Anything. Sorry. I said anything for Aaron, no problem. He did. He was like, he was like, whatever Aaron needs, do it. And I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, this is Dr. Dre telling like he's going to do this without even a hesitation in his voice. And I was like, wow. And and I just told him the only thing I was upset at myself was that I had bad laryngitis, and I told him I said, I can't even talk, Aaron, but I'm gonna figure out how to do this the best I can. Oh man. He only played the outtakes with all of a good laugh, but no, it was you know. But you know what? We actually ended up using using a lot of it, Dre. A lot of it that you did is is is, is there. It's all there. Oh, I, I, as I said, I, I I'm I'm just very happy that he, he was happy with it. I, I like the song. I, I enjoy Aaron's work, and I said, hey, I'm I'm honored to, to and humbled to be asked to be a part of it. Wow, and and Dre, well, we're huge fans here. Um, what what else have you been getting into? We just uh, saw the 30th anniversary of UMTV Raps was in June. H- how was that for you? Oh, that was that was pretty exciting. We had a 30th anniversary UMT, UMTV Raps experience at the Barclays True. Center in Brooklyn, New York, which was uh, uh, well attended by all. And um, believe it or not, right now, I can leak a little bit of it. They're actually putting it together so that they can put it in the movie theaters. And now for the next few months to come out. Yeah, because it was such a great response to it. And a lot of people wanted to see it, even though they saw it streamed it live. What what we were told, it was um, second to only the VMA over the last few years. How many people streamed it was that that, uh, overwhelmingly popular. So they were up in the movie theater. And uh, after that, there's a big surprise coming up that I can't tell you right now. Because it's oh, crazy. man. Yeah, I can't tell you right now. But well, yeah, you can invite us to the premiere, and then we, we could talk about it then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I don't know, you know what? I don't know if they're going to do a premiere for it, because <laughs> it's probably just going to be put out. put out. But uh, I would invite you to a premiere of something else, which may be uh, you're going to have to get on a plane and travel to. Let's put it that oh, way. Oh, wow. Okay, that sounds pretty exciting. Pretty, pretty exciting. Damn. Yeah, I didn't even know so, about that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 can't, I, I can't really talk about it yet. I can't say, <laughs> let that one go. I can let the movie thing go because that that was that deal was was uh, consummated, and um, I heard about that because it was supposed to come out in November, but they pushed it back. I think to February, I believe it's going to come out. But you're going to hear a lot about it in a minute. That's awesome. Let's get down mm-hmm. to nitty gritty. Let's get down to nitty gritty. Dr. Dre, if this was the oh, Jimmy Fallon yeah. show, would you be spilling it right now and giving out the information? <laughs> uh, no, because I, I kinda watch I kinda watch Stephen Colbert and Jimmy Kimmel. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm just happy you're on the stoop, like thank you so much. Exactly. For being I'm, I'm more excited about being on the stoop. It's more oh. <laughs> well, I, I have a question I have a question for Dr. Dre. Right ahead. But I'm, I'm from, I'm, forget Aaron Paul now. I'm, I'm, this, is, this is from a, a, a fan's perspective. You know, I grew up with listening, you know, watching MBO interview raps. I mean, every day after school, I would watch it, run home to watch it, me and my friends. So I want to just ask Dr. Dre, you know, how, do you realize that you are a living legend? For real. I, I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you. Do, do you, but do, do you know that, though? <laughs> Because you know, because Dre, when, when yeah, you're around him, it, even though you see him, I don't have to know it because it's a, it's a blessing, blessing just to be for people to uh, acknowledge the work that we we've done 
not just myself, but all the people that participated to make it work. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm just very proud that the work still holds up today. Right. So, because when, you, when you're around him, he's just like a regular guy. Even on the phone, like it's like, this is Dr. Joy I'm talking to, but he, he's, he's so easygoing and casual. And you can't, and he makes you makes you think that he, you know, makes you forget that he's not Dr. Dre. You know, it's no, it's, because it's weird. But I you, can't match your energy sometimes. Oh, uh, nobody can. After we finish with this, Aaron and I are definitely going to the studio from top to bottom, and we got something very special we're going to work on. I can't and, wait. Um, I'm, I'm oh, very yeah. excited about that. But right now, it's all about Aaron Paul and this song. Uh, we're about to shoot the video later in the month. I'm excited about that. Um, I, I come back, you know, laid back and, and casual about it because I'm more in awe. I'm, I'm always a, I'm more of a fan of things. I go, man, I, I, did I see that? Was I a part of that? That was cool. <laughs> it's like I have, I, I'm just, I'm just happy and humble that you know I can contribute in any way, and I enjoy doing what I do, and that's why I've been so blessed doing it so long, you know, and nothing, nothing seems to. Uh, hold me back, no matter what's going on with me, yeah, between my health conditions and and other things. No, I, I just continue to do because it's what it's what I you know you know to say you're born to do something. I guess this is what I was born to do. Right. And and how are you doing, by the way? Um, with oh, health I'm well. Eyes I'm, 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 Aaron will tell you I'm well. I I I may move a little slow, but I still get around. Yeah. He he, you would you know he is up and about doing his thing. If you look at Dre's social media, Dre is working every day out and about. Sometimes wow. I forget he's, he's in New York. I look on Facebook, he's down in Miami or in you know Atlantic City. I'm yeah. like Dre, like you're busier than me. Like <laughs> how you get there? <laughs> you know, Aaron has no idea. He has no idea. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a work on three hours sleep. <laughs> I just do. Wow. Goodness. I like, we would love because to you know what? You when you enjoy doing it <laughs> and you enjoy working with the people you're around, it, it's effortless. It's effortless. You don't have to think about right. it. Right. It's awesome. I, I tell you what we should do. We should uh, make a deal right here on the Yo Show here on Stu Radio Network. Um, we should do a Dr. Dre tell-all story, and uh, Nathan James is here to uh, help you pen it. What do you think, Nathan? You getting on board? <laughs> wow. Sure. But I think isn't isn't Eileen doing your story? That's what, right? that's what I was about to say. You're gonna get you're gonna get me in trouble because Eileen's gonna go and, and <laughs> oh, jump yeah, on he's a, and he's already got um Eileen Shapiro who did Eileen <laughs> Shapiro so who's cool. um my personal manager and she mm-hmm. actually wrote the forward in my book and there's a great photograph mm-hmm. of I don't know if you saw that Jewel the fo- the photo of me and her together in the book. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's a, she's another yes, she amazing did. gifted writer and she's doing I think she's doing Dre's book right. She's doing, well, she's doing a story because uh, I'm doing right now uh, a television show about my life before there was Yo! TV Raps because people always ask me, so how did you get that? And I keep hearing, how did you get that? How did you get that? And everybody knows the Yo! TV rap story and what it did in Hot 97 and what we did with the movie Who's the Man and Ed and I doing an album back up on me and all those things. Those are easy things. But, you know, how did you get there? How did it start? Right. So I started putting that together and bringing some of my friends together from when I, I, when I grew up. And we started telling stories about, you know, what happened. And it's so funny how we all remember things and everybody finds a different story. And one of my friends has pictures of everything because he was, he was what you would call the photographer of the group. Because, you know, while you're doing it, you're not taking your own picture. 
but somebody's always taking a picture of you, and he helped try to put a lot of it together. So we're just finishing up some of the stuff to do our, uh, our sizzle reel with it, and we talked to a few people, and they're like, wow, this this is really, I mean, did you really do all this stuff? Yeah, I tell the stories about being at uh, Delphi University at WBAU, working with my good friend uh, Chuck D from Public Enemy, uh, Flavor mm-hmm. Plays, Mr. Bill, Harry Allen. I got to ask him, and, you know, us working at that legendary WBAU and how we really got this whole thing rooted and how many groups and artists came through. Even my group, Original Concept, we came through WBAU because that's uh, where I went to school. I met them in a black history, black black music history class with Dr. Andre Stobert, and uh, our friendship has been ever since since those days, and it's just an amazing journey. And for people to see that into going from there to becoming the Beastie Boys DJ and going on the road with them to writing a song called Proud to be Black on the Raising Hell album with Run BMC with my group, Original Concept. I mean, uh, all those type of things that happened before, there was a yell. And the funny thing about the uh, Yo! MTV Raps, the um, pilot episode, which was hosted by Run DMC at the Nassau Coliseum in New York City, or New York, or Long Island, I was mm-hmm. introducing Public Enemy while they were doing the the hosting job for the pilot of the show, which is hysterical, because oh, wow. I always laugh about this. Yeah, it's great. Is that a bit of fate? And who knew? Who knew I'd end up eventually hosting the Daily Show with uh, my partner, Ed Lover? How'd that happen? Oh that, my that's, God. A real, that's, the, that's the journey we want to talk about. It's, I think it's really interesting. It's about uh, uh, some young men and, and myself and certain things we're insecure about. Because when we did it, when we started doing what we were doing, there was no uh, genre. There was no, oh, this is, you, you could definitely keep making records. Because we were barely uh, making records at the time. We were making cassette tapes and, and reel to reel. We weren't even making vinyl or anything like that. But we had a passion for the for the idea of what this music could be. And in doing that, you know, my passion was in broadcasting. My passion was in production and making music. Like I said, doing songs with original concepts like Knowledge Me, Can You Feel It? And a classic Pump That Bass, which has been sampled by God knows how many people. Yeah. And, you know, releasing our legendary album, Straight From the Basement of Cooley Eye. You know, we, you know it, 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 we were doing it. And I look back today on everything that goes on. And I go, wow, we never thought it could be what it is today. We it just we we wow. never imagined it. We were just happy just to say, hey, yo, I I played my record at the park and everybody reacted to it. Or hey, I'm <laughs> I, was, I mean I was a, I was a big DJ, so I mean I always loved DJing in the park in front of crowds of people. That was my big turn on, you know. And then you know becoming an artist, uh, I was always a a, 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 a decent singer. Uh, but I never called myself a rapper, but I'm, I was always had a mind of the music and production and, and getting right sounds and trying to put out something that's uh, positive and that people want to hear and have fun with. And that's what I enjoy. That's what I enjoy. So that, that's the story I wanted to tell. Wow. Oh, my God. I can't wait to read it. And, and you're just a huge part of, of – Bringing hip hop to mainstream. Yeah, the fabric of hip hop. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, and oh my god, it's it's, it's like you know when I was when I like when I was watching M- Yo MTV raps, I never would ever 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 imagined I would have a record with you. 
When I was doing your MTV raps, I never, ever, ever could imagine Aaron Paul was sitting home looking at TV talking about. Well, I was, a, I was a little kid, you know, trying to do my little hustle. In in... <laughs> <laughs> but actually, and I think I said this to Jeff yesterday. You know, life is amazing. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, I remember what, watching you, you guys, on, you, you, know, you, and, you and Ed, on the show, and mm-hmm. religiously. And I know my music that I wanted to go in wasn't hip hop; it was more pop. But I would never would have imagined, you know, twenty five plus years later that I would you, you'd be on my record. Life yeah. is just amazing. As I said, I'm more <laughs> humble than you are about it because I'm like, wow. Because when I'm, I said you about it, I said, yeah, absolutely. What are you talking about? Whatever you need. And then I started <laughs> thinking about it. He kept saying, "Trade," and he said to me, "I was like, what does he want me to do with it?" How do you want me to do this? I don't care. I'll do it. I'll do it. I got to tell you. you know, that's a, oh, and that always reassures me in my faith. It always reassures me on my faith and, and, and that higher spirit that's above me that guides me through this thing called life. And I, if, I mean, absolutely. if you would have told me, the people that I am. if you would have told me, you know, a couple of years back that I would have my little radio show here and I would have at the same time an amazing author Nathan James, a writer and author. Dr. Oh, Dre man. from the ONT re raps and, <laughs> and apostle like Aaron Paul all at the same time. I would be blown away. Oh, it, would never, it would never happen. <laughs> this Look, is amazing. My favorite show we need ever. to all we need to all go to Atlantic City and gamble on that one. That'd be a good one. Anytime. I love Atlanta. Well, I think, you know, it, it gives, it's an example to, you know, despite whatever you, you, you go through in, in life, whether it's the dark moments like my Latch Me a Child chapter, you know, mm-hmm. you can, there is a life to live and you can live life and you can obtain your dreams if you put in the work and live hum you know and be humble you can have dr dre on your record you know what i'm saying it's everything is possible through determination and you know drive and perseverance and you two have persevered like uh, through the worst of it so uh, god bless you and i'm i'm just still so honored to speak to both of you um incredible all three is amazing yeah and and, and hanging out maybe that's the next thing Aaron. on the next thing we got to go down there and sit sit across from everybody. Yeah. Well, I'm going to come down to the, to the studio. Once we home the show, yeah. we invite them all, all right, up so they can come hang out yeah. with us. <laughs> we'll set that up. That would be absolutely incredible. Um, <laughs> all I'll do, when, when your, next, your next big event here in New York, I'll invite Jeff and, and Jules to come and come with me, and we'll yeah. come, come you know, and do it. We'll only an hour like away. We'll be there about yeah, an hour away. <laughs> okay. Not a here's, problem. Here's Not a problem. I like that. Here's the deal, though. I will come, but Aaron has to pick out an outfit for me and dress me. I got to be all Aaron Paul now. I got it. <laughs> sparkle, you sparkle. Too, Aaron. <laughs> well, I, sparkle, I, sparkle. I, I, I wish I could say the same thing, but unfortunately, I, I, have, I have a great Heidi Z and company that, that, that take care of that little wardrobe thing for me. They say, oh, no, he's going to wear this. No. No, you're going to wear this. No. <laughs> no. But, uh, Dre, do they tell you what I wear when I'm on your shows? Oh, yeah, they always tell me. I always, they I always have a big smile and I laugh, and they go, I can't believe I was wearing it. I said, oh, I love that. I love it. I said, you know what? I said, the second or third thing I want to see when my site goes back is Aaron performing somewhere. Just like a smile and how he's getting down. Believe me when I say it. <laughs> so funny. Dre, while we have you, like, I have to ask, I, I just watched 
the last cipher of Yo MTV Raps with my fiance. He was bugging out that you were going to be on tonight's show. Like he couldn't believe it. And um, I, I like, what was your favorite part? So many big names there and everything. And like, um, I, I was reading something. Like everyone just have respect for each other. Like, what was your favorite story from your time there? Fun, yo. You know, people ask that all the time, and I say, I can't. How do you say having the godfather of soul, James Brown, doing that wow. lover dance wow. is the greatest moment? Oh, yeah. How do you yeah, say you have, <laughs> you have Bobby Brown on Yo! MTV Raps for the whole week before he even goes to MTV doing my prerogative and dancing with Ed, and you go, wow. How do you, how do you pick out Tupac on, on set with us, and we're trying to keep him quiet? And that tape has ended up using using his, his court case against the Hughes brothers. How do you? I mean, you can't pick out a moment. You can't yeah. pick out a Shaquille O'Neal coming <laughs> running through. You can't pick out the live Fridays we had with uh, legendary Run DMC and and um, the late great Jam Master J, Public Enemy, Nice and Smooth, uh, Gangsta, Yo Yo, uh, with, with, with Yo Yo, uh, legendary uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Guru. God, you know, God rest his soul, and and then yeah. I mean, you can't pick a moment. Cause then I got to go to spring break when we sat down in front of fifty thousand fans of all trees, colors, shapes, sizes, mm. and everyone mm. was going out there at Daytona Beach, watching us do this special Yo TV rap set with Biz Marquis performing live, Tribe Called Quest, Leaders in a New School. I mean, you when you talk about pick a moment, you don't pick a moment. You go, this was such a snapshot. In history, it's very difficult to point a finger. I mean, we went to St. Petersburg, Russia, and performed at the White Knights wow. Festival. You tell me, where do I point a finger? Wow. Where do I say, oh, this was the highlight? No, the highlight was everything we've done. The highlight was having Mel Gibson walk on Young City Raps in a kilt. The highlight was having Howard Stern <laughs> call on the show, and we're going back and forth, snapping on him on Yo MTV. This on Yo MTV Raps. This is what happened. Our first guest, we were so blessed to have. The first week we actually did our shows was, believe it or not, she has a hit show on Broadway right now. Would you like to know who that is? Yes. Who's that? Who? She has a hit show on Broadway. Um, Famous singer-songwriter. Um, not, um, what's her name? Uh, Jennifer God. Hudson? No, not Jennifer Hudson. Come on! <laughs> Hang on, I'm, I'm going to get this. Hold on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this one. It's on Broadway right now. It's a huge hit. Is it? What's... I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you a big hint. She's not Go a ahead. queen, but she's definitely a king. Carol Karen King. King. Carol King was a Carol wow. King. Yes, for right. MTV Raps. Really? Wow. Yes. First Man. guess. Because we were we were shooting the show, and she was sitting in the bleachers watching us and laughing at Ed and I. And we said, we said to our producer at the time, the late, great Ted Demi, he said, who is that? He said, let me go find out. So he walks over there and he says, hey, man, that's Carol King. I was Carol King, did you want to be a guest? And he said, no, I said no, put her on the show, come on. And we brought her on the show and we had a great time. And everyone sat there on TV going, I thought this was Carol King. Why did they bring Carol King? Wow. We always had a vision. It was bigger than being pigeonholed behind a title. It was us being us, us showing the world, this is what we can do. This is what, this is who we are. And all music matters. And that's one of the reasons why I agreed to do the song with Aaron. I said, it's about the music. I don't, I don't put a 
a title on it. I said, let's, if we want to make some good, let's just make some music. This is what you want to say, great. And I said, Aaron, just do me the favor. I'll do one, and you come on, and we'll do it together. We'll put something together. So I, I'm yep. just blessed. I'm, I'm very happy and, and thankful that, like I said, I, I, I'm still doing this, and I still love it, and I still enjoy it. And I, I got a son that's 19 years old, and he's getting uh, very well. A, a lot of people are looking at him for what he does. He's very, very, very talented. Check him out. Very talented, Very talented too. young man, and, and you know, I, I can just smile. My daughter gets to graduate from college in, in, in the spring. I'm a very proud proper. My other one gets to graduate another year from high school. I'm just a happy guy. <laughs> I got another <laughs> one that's doing music too. So you know what I do? I say, you know what? This is pretty cool. This is pretty cool. So I, I'm I'm thankful. Thank you for listening to this crazy guy because I, I got I got a bunch of stories and stuff, but I can't pick oh out God. one moment from your own TV rap. There's so many, so many. Great moment that we had. Our pleasure. It's, it's like you're, 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 people uh, ask so me as well times. sometimes. What, what is your favorite moment? And it's, it's, you can't you can't pinpoint one. You know, I mean, I had a moment in 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 the in the summer when I sang with um, Melissa Everidge. You know, we were at oh, a wow. party, and I'm singing cool. I'm singing her song with her. You know, at this party, and then two months later, I'm making a record with Dr. Dre. You, you know, so you're like, wow, is this really <laughs> happening? Like, you can't point your finger how? at it. You can't point your finger at it. Yeah, you can. Later in the month, we'll be doing a video together. So, yep. like I said, oh, we, we need can't to wait. But I'm going to die. I'm like... Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm there for that. I'm, I'm not sure if we're going to use a roulette or, or, or do craps. I'll sing Luck to Your Lady tonight. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let oh, Aaron do the singing, and uh, Nathan can, uh, you know, Nathan can do the, he'll, the he'll, writing he'll, he'll of the story. He can write the lyrics. <laughs> document well, I, I like I like what Nathan did in the book, so I, I'll talk to him about doing something else because I got a lot of story to tell and a lot of other pieces that we, we that we can do. So, uh, it, it, like I said, it, it's it's not just one dimension. I wish it was just it one would, thing, but I, it's, it's not. It would be my privilege to make the time to hear them. There we go. You see, you see how humble Nathan is. <laughs> He wrote a great article about uh, Aaron and I, and I really appreciate that. Thank you, Nathan. No, you're very welcome. It was a pleasure to speak with you and get your insights. And uh, I actually learned a few things about you, Dr. Dre, that I never knew. I didn't know that you were so forward-looking vis-a-vis the LGBT community and so uh uh, aware of the wonderful diversity in the artists around us, you know, that, because, uh, of course, I told you before, I remember you from my EMS days when I listened to you on Hot 97 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> I, now used I used to DJ the, 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 um, at the Javits Center when they had the, the gay men's um, help uh, uh, party there. I used to DJ yeah. that four years in a row. Oh, yeah. Oh. I Rosie Perez came and got me from Hot 97. I said, Dre, you got to do this. You got to do this. Said, no problem, Rosie. I'm there. And she says, you're not going to bother you? I said, bother me about what? Well, I, said, I did the same thing to do with Michelle. I've been helping people bother me. Helping people who right. never bothers me. It's people who try to put people down and do what's going on with, with certain things in this nation right now. That bothers me. When you have a president laughing at somebody who's going through uh, a crisis in their life and you make fun of it, I, I don't understand that. Yeah. I don't understand that. Right. And when people sit back and say, hey, you know, well, we're going to vote his way and that guy needs to be there. I don't understand that. 
So I use my common sense. So helping people is very easy to do. Sure. And you know what? I, and I support you know that because when when I obviously you know being an LGBT you know artist and also performing in that kind of in that market, when Dawn Michelle, who works very closely with with Dre, came to me and said, "We we want to book you on the Dr. Dre show," and I said, "Really." <laughs> me on the Dr. Dre, you know, with my sparkle outfits and you know my eyeliner and whatever I'm, I'm girls got going on, they're gonna put me on this you know uh, an urban you know hip hop show. She said, "Erin, they will love you." Yeah, and absolutely. The, the, the moment I stepped on set, I had nothing but love and respect, like I was one of the family. Wow. Regardless he is of one what, of the family you know, now. I I yeah. even hugged his mom. Believe me, he's one of the family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, I think people just have these. Stereotypes of thinking, well, Dre can't can't be a part of that because he did this. But here you go, it's an example of what of what he has done in the past that nobody knew about, and also what he's doing now, and and also bridging my world and his world together to make you know give hope and strength to the next one coming up, you know that they can do this regardless. Well, I'm trying I'm trying to make it better so we can get to one world and start bridging and start everybody doing what we have to do. Right. Because guess what, we have we have major things going on around us from climate change and all the devastation of all these things. So we don't have time to separate ourselves with, with different titles and names. We better work together because there's still only one planet, my people. There still is only one planet. So my forward Absolutely. thinking is about keeping the blessings for the, for the, for the next generations to come. So that's, that's what my fight is, and that's where I dig my heels in. And that's what my show is all about, Dr. Dre's Flesh Wound. That's what it's about. Sometimes we give you a little nick or something, a little flesh wound. Come on, let's go. Let's, hit, let's, 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 see, let's move this thing forward. You may not agree with me, but I'm going to give you the opportunity to say your piece, and I'm going to say my piece. Agreed. And, that, and, 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 and all you can do is walk away with, with, with nothing but respect. You know, he's respected you, exactly. you respect him. Right. Mm-hmm. My, uh, my outlook, and it's something that we always point out here on the show, um, we don't do politics. We don't get into ripping on people. We get into the freedom that artists have to create. Me and Jewel aren't really super professionals. We come out and lay this show out, and we have fun. We have a great time. We laugh. We kid. Uh, our motto here is we are all of a race. We're all the same race. We're the human race. We're the human race. we got to get together as people, not as a, a color or a sexual preference or anything of that nature. We've got to join together as, as one. And it would make this country Absolutely. so much better if people just realize it just come together as a That's human race. Positive. Well, exactly. look, I'm going to quote Paul McCartney on that one. Uh, we all know <laughs> yeah. that people are the same wherever they go. Wherever you go, right. There's good and bad yeah. in everyone. And when we learn to live, we learn to give each other what we need to survive together alive. That's, that's, that's what it's about. It's about that. That's perfect. And that's exactly. what that's, you know, that was I think the one it, thing, it the might need a couple of... An, a couple of aliens to land on the planet Earth for us to finally wake up and get it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they're already curious. here. I think some of them are already here. <laughs> they're already here. <laughs> True. I'm just yeah. curious, of, like, what you what you guys think of, like, the new generation and this, like, whole mumble rap genre that they've come up with. Like, I, I don't know. There's some real lyricists out there right now, but, like, a lot of it is just, I don't know. I remember I remember I remember when things started for us and we had this, we, we were given the same conviction, all that hibbity hop, ribbity rap, rap, scrappy crap. Right. That's nonsense. <laughs> then people like Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five came around. P 
people like mm-hmm. DJ Hollywood, a group called the Sugar Hill Gang, another oh, group yeah. the Treacherous Three, and all these evolutions of people, the Great Pebbly Pool from the Mastodon Committee, the Treacherous Three, uh, Cold Crush Brothers, you know, all those things happen. So when I look at today's work, not even I don't I hate using the word comparison because that's like comparing um, Chuck Berry with Axl Rose, and, and believe me, Chuck. each one is who made, made each 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 thing. You can't. So if this is the way they communicate and speak to each other, God bless them. But I just ask them to do one thing: stay positive and and stay away from the 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 the, the um. The animosity and the violence. Of yeah, violence. and the hatred. Divided, yeah. And it doesn't, right. it doesn't make sense. So when you hear Aaron come with up with his song, and you hear what he's talking about, he's not talking about fighting anybody. He's talking about love. And that's what he do, is put a little more love in the situation. It's not that hard. Right. John right. Lennon Paul McCartney said a long time ago, all you need is love. Do you, feel like, it's like, all the time? do you feel like it's like less respect now than... than than we were even 10 years ago, like having respect for like the older rappers and like the originators, like everyone who came before us in music. Do you feel like these kids know, today have... I don't know if it's a respect thing, because even in, even when you go back to rock and roll and when we were coming through and, and doing certain things, you, you have, everybody has to fight their way. And, and being the youth always, you know, challenges the establishment. And the establishment, the only one thing about all of that is everybody's going to get older. No, you, you, you don't, uh, you're not born and you stay the same age forever. It doesn't right. work that way. And as you get older, you start to see things a little different and see things a little clearer. And what happens is that you start to go, wait a minute, maybe I'm going too fast the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and everybody in their youthful exuberance has the right to make mistakes. But as long as you learn from those mistakes, and you, 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 you push forward. That's the goal is to make sure that we can push each other to move forward and it coexist no matter what we are, who we are, what genders we are, what 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 colors we happen to be, what cultures we because we're all a part of one human race. We really are. And once we start to understand that, it, it helps deal with all the issues that are going on. It helps deal with uh and I mean, I mean I'm not getting into a super power political conversation about this, but you know what? Uh, when, when you disrespect women and, and and put women in a position where they feel they can't do, how do how do we as men decide to stand? Very difficult because we all sure, come man. from a woman. We all come from the mother and, and, and the earth in that fashion. So we have to start respecting that a little more. So that's where we got to turn things. So when we talk about the mumble rappers versus this one, that one, and I always say, look, I respect what you guys are doing. I may not understand it. Don't come to me and ask me if it's good or bad because I'm not the guy. I'm sorry. I can only say I respect what you're doing. Some stuff I may say, hey, that was kind of cool. And some stuff I go, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I don't know why you're saying it that way. But I give you the right to say it. I give you the absolute right to perform. I give you absolute right to create. That's your creation. But don't step on mine either. That's the other side. Don't right. step on mine. If I sit down <laughs> and I'm getting down with Aaron Hall and we're making a song and it's working, <laughs> hey, you might hate it, but it's not for you to sit there and tell me you can't do it. I can do what I want. That's the beauty of the time we live in right now. Right. We didn't hate it. We heard it. We played it here earlier. We loved it. Yeah. Aaron, that voice, <laughs> Aaron, you. your voice gets better. Your voice gets better as you get older, Aaron. How does that happen? Really? Um. 
you know what? Oh, the nerves. I, the way, when, I, when I write and, and, and record, I mean, I, I don't write lyrics down. I, I don't go in with a pen and paper and, and have the song. I make it up as I go along. So when you, when you hear my recordings, they're literally cold recording straight into a mic. Wow. Right straight from my head. You're like That's amazing. JD doesn't write anything down. He and I think <laughs> when you do it that way, you get the real feel. You're free. You, you soar. I don't know if, Dre, if you're the same when you, when you work. When you go no, I write it down, Aaron. I'm sorry. I'm not you do? <laughs> I mean, I used I'm to do that. I used to do that. <laughs> I used to do that. No, but no. I, I, I no, no. When, I, when not, I say write it down, meaning I put a structure together. I say, I want this to be about this. And I go, hmm. How do I get this across this way? And I try things and keep going back and forth, back and forth. And then when it gets into a certain rhythm and I like it, then I say, there it is. That's it. But it, so, I mean, if well, you I, think I used to do that. I used to go with my structure. And then I, I found it, it, it restricted me, and I had to start becoming this kind of programmed and kind of way of singing or recording. And then I tried it, you know, with coming up with the concept first in my head and then going straight cold, put the track on and just whatever flowed out of me with a, with a concept in mind. And I just feel like I'm being spoon fed from the gods, literally, mm-hmm. when, I'm, when I'm working that way. And, and I've, it's, it's really, truly felt. I feel it. I'm feeling the moment. And I think that's probably what you, you're, you're probably catching on. And that's, yeah. that's genuine. That's, that's yeah. very genuine. Aaron, do you ever have, like, off days? Do you have days where you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm over it, like, I'm not doing it? Ask Nathan James that question. (laughs) Nathan James, they're like, do I have off days? Yeah, of course. Every day is an off day. Of course we all do. Yeah, you know what? You know what? I'm sure, you know, and I'm sure Dre will say this. You know, this business is, it's, it's a hard business. And there are more letdowns and heartbreaks than there are golden moments. Right, Dre? Yeah. The golden moments well, are great. It's a, business, mm-hmm. it's a business of rejection. It's like I, I was just saying this to uh, one of my people. Okay, you can get 999 no's, but then when you get the yes, the no's disappear. It's amazing right. how that happens. Yeah. It's going to be oh, I kept hearing no. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I'm not going to do this. Hey, yes, what? Right. On a daily basis, I've got to deal with remixers, stylists, makeup artists, promoters, PR. And when you're juggling all those people on a daily basis, of course you're going to get, you've got, someone's going to let you down or not deliver the expectation you had or, you know, or you're going to be disappointed. So that you can have your, your moments where you do kind of, you know, feel bummed out and, you know, why am I doing this? Or, you know, and I think I have, I have them all the time, and I'm always venting to Nathan James. We talk daily on a basis. He gets to hear all my crap, the poor man. But, you know, <laughs> but, when you, but then you can come on a radio station and talk about your record of Dr. Dre. It makes it all kind of worthwhile, if, if you know yeah. what I'm saying. Those are the moments Incredible. that it's, you, where you, where you literally shoot to the stars, and you're like, wow. You know, or, or if you're being nominated for an award or, um, you know, people, a, a, a book writer is, you know, a well-known book writer is critiquing your book, reviewing your book. Those are the moments you think it's actually really all worth it. You know? No, you know what, you know what the moment is for me? When you can make a song and then you go out and you watch some other person singing your hook, that's the win yeah. for me. Oh, that hasn't Everything happened to me yet. I've never had that. <laughs> Once you have somebody singing your hook, 
or smile. <laughs> well, for me, for me, I'll be honest with you. The first time I heard one of my songs on the radio from yeah. Chuck Chillout and DJ Red Alert, and we just stopped. Like we actually skidded to the car, pulled over, turned up in the middle of the street. We were like, "Whoa, yep. this is cool." Now the crazy <laughs> part about it was we were on the radio playing it too, but it's not the same. But when I first heard it, he, what his Here's the moment I really, it really got me. The first time I heard people chanting, pump that bass, and get a little stupid, get get a little stupid, and pump that. And I sat there, and I was like, wow. And I was I was in a stadium of 50,000 people, and I was like, right. this is crazy. Wow. You, is, you never you yeah. never get over that feeling. I still have it. Every, every time I hear my song on the radio, it's the same feeling. I mean, nothing's like the first, but it's still like, wow, that's my voice coming through that speaker. You kind of yeah. never get you never get used to it. You never get you know no. past it. I still sing that lyric. I will every once in a while. I still <laughs> sing that lyric all these years later. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, but that's I need to have that. I need someone to sing my hook. Then I want to feel, see what that feels like, Dre. I've never had that yet. I tried, Aaron. That, that, it was that, terrible. That's, 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 Try. When you get that, then you know you say all the reviews and the awards go go away. That doesn't mean anything. When you have that, you say, I just made the connection. It only takes one person, not a thousand people, just one person to know and to say it, and you go, whoa, okay. Okay, wow. that that works. Next. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, yeah. then in your head you go, okay, now, now I got to come up with something else. They like that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's it. You seem to uh, you seem to made yeah. a great career out of it. Um Gentlemen, this is going to be a very unpopular thing for me to do, but I actually got to cut this conversation off. Before I do, I want to invite all three is back again. Can we do this again soon? Because I, there's so in much Atlantic information City. to share. Yeah, well, in Atlantic City, Absolutely. or even here, we'd love to do it again. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, Jim, you, you've Thank always, you know, this, this is like my fourth time on one of your shows now, third or fourth yes. time. So you know, yes. I, I'm, you're, we're family. You know, you, I, I'll I'll do anything for you guys, and you guys have been so supportive to to you know what, what I'm doing, my music and stuff. So absolutely, and you know, Dre, you know, you could come back home with me. You know, I'd, I'd love to have you back. Aaron, we have to do the video. Let's let's come back on and give them the video. Yeah. Uh, yes. that. That'd be fantastic. Um, yeah. So, real quick, let's uh, let's shoot out some spots to find Aaron Paul. Uh, the website is www dot aaronpaul dot dance facebook yep. is of course aaron paul music on facebook at twitter at a paul music instagram at aaron paul music i'm going to type all these again because uh, i know so many of them uh soundcloud.com <laughs> aaron paul official uh ladies and gentlemen that tuned in what a treat tonight nathan james wow. dr dre the amazing Thank Aaron you. Paul, gentlemen, we're going to do this real soon. Thank you so much for coming on. This was thank you. my favorite. Thank you for thank having us. Yeah, wonderful. You all have thank a great you. evening. We'll talk real soon. Thank you. Take care, Jewel. Good night. Take care, Jeff. Thank Thanks you so much. Thanks, Thank you. Nathan. Such an honor. <laughs> Good night, guys. Bye, Nate. Good night. Good night. Wow. I was like. It's like the end of the party, like when everybody's leaving the party and everybody's saying goodbye to each other. That was, my God, Jewel, I can't even put that into words. That was amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is why we blood, soot, and tear. We didn't even even get through probably one-tenth of what we wanted to talk with Aaron about. 
And that goes to show you when we talk about how great a guy he is and all these people feed into the book and tell you what a wonderful person Aaron is, there it is. Like he's the star of the show tonight. And totally. Nathan calls in Nathan calls in his co author and Nathan starts going and, and Aaron goes with him. And then Dr. Dre calls in, Aaron goes with him, and it's everybody's show all of a sudden. No big deal. They all just I know, I it. It, it's it was even our show. I tell you what, I was getting ready to take the headset off and just sit back and listen to these guys let it rip without even trying to host the show. It's fantastic. Um, if you're just tuning in or if you've been tuning in or if you're new, it's your first time ever tuning in, that's what it's all about. Legendary UMTV rap star Dr. Dre, an amazing author, writer, super intelligent gentleman himself, Mr. Nathan James. And a pop star, fashion guru, co-author, electrifying, glitter-packed Aaron Paul. Wow. 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 I'm, I'm like, blown <laughs> away. Like, I, I hope they're still listening and getting a good chuckle out of the fact that we are blown away from everything they've given us. I'm, like, exhausted in a good way. No, that was incredible. I'm just – this was, like, my favorite episode <laughs> I'm so happy right now. No, that was so cool. And man, just the just the stories all three of them have of of everything they've been through. Like it's insane. You couldn't fill like fifty books with that information. Like I am just I'm floored. It was so much fun. Me too. And I had to be the jackass that had to cut them all off. <laughs> like I'm embarrassed I know. Good job, by it. Good job. I know. Yeah, I mean, they, we get a two-hour window, and that's basically the length that we get for, for studio time. It happens. But one day, you know, when we actually own everything outright, those three guys are going to sit for like 12 hours. We're going to be making bacon and eggs, and then we're going to be making like club sandwiches for lunch, and then we're going to be having steaks for dinner. And the whole time, they're just going to sit there and tell stories because they could probably fill a solid 12 hours and not even scratch the surface. Well, we'll see them in AC. God, I hope that happens. Or New York. We're close enough. Let's go. I tell you what, I'm getting on social media now just adding them to death because I want to be friends with all these guys and they're great and I would hang out with them any day of the week. Let's go. Man, I don't even... Like, I'm like out of things to say. It's how wonderful it was. <laughs> uh, let's take a breath. And, uh... Man. We gotta get uh, more music, right? Oh yeah, we have one more song. Good call, Jules. Getting ready to get into the topics. We have another song. Jesus Christ. On Aaron Paul night. I'm spinning. It's Aaron Paul night. It's everybody's night. It's Aaron Paul, Nathan James, Dr. Dre night. They should have their own TV show. Whew. Yo MTV Raps, the Yo Show, coming at you. Talk about Yo. Yo is in, is Yo's high on the. Uh, even though Jewel called us the stoop midway through, we. We call that. Thanks, Joel. We're affiliated. 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 We're still the Stoop Radio Network. I had somebody, uh, I've been asked that a few times. Like, you guys, like, ditch the Stoop and it's all done? No, it's just, uh, like I said, we, uh, the Stoop might be making its comeback. Jonathan Ragus is working on some projects now to bring the Stoop back. So that's going to be a double barrel doses of the ridiculousness that we bring you. It's a little less ridiculous than John. John takes it down just a little notch. And then we <laughs> bring it back to shit, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
But Aaron does have such a great group of people around him. And he mentioned um, Eileen Shapiro. And uh, she usually listens in when Aaron comes on. Hopefully she listens in because she deserves a lot of credit. She's great. A lot of great rock yeah. historian stories. Uh, she's pretty awesome. And like I said, Jimmy Starr um, and uh, and Ron and, and everybody. Such a great bunch of people around him. And everybody believes in him. He surrounds himself with people that are into just loving people and appreciating people's work. Which is smart. I mean, if you want to do something, get around the right people. We do the show here, and there's some negative people. I try to avoid the negative people. I want the people that are positive. A lot of people come up to me and say, hey, man, that, that's good. You know, it's funny. It's real. It's um, off the cuff. And that's what we like. Jeff checks the negative people. He he throws some bows and just checks them right out of the right out that's of right. here. So, that's right. No, we're all about the positive. And when he was talking about, you know, just being all about the music, like, that's how I feel like we are. Like, we just like to bring unsigned artists, like, a platform where they can be heard to our audience around the world. I mean, we had a caller from Germany tonight. Like, how amazing. I know. Um, I'm, amazing. I'm just proud of this. And, God, it was just so cool to get into tonight. And, um, yeah, let's let's keep it rocking. Absolutely. We've got, we, we do just such a variety. Our show isn't labeled like they were saying earlier. It's not labeled. It's not one category. It's not one genre. We go from Aaron Paul, Dr. Dre, Nathan James tonight um, talking about the black community, the gay community, um, artists, uh, some unfortunate sexual tragedy stuff that happened to Aaron when he was younger. We do that, and then we have like Steve Howie from Shameless talking about like eating tacos on the show and and talking about Shameless, and then we have uh, like Erica Leniak on the show talking about Baywatch days. Then we have like local artists like uh, Sheena and the Nosebleeds and Overwinter and uh, Brandon Messon. I said we spoke to today from Messing Around, so we, we that everybody's got a spot here on, on the uh, on the Yo Show and the Stoop Radio Network. We love variety. Shout out to Brandon Messon. I mean, what a cool dude, along with Andrew Curry, which has brought us, like, such good musical talent, like, on the stoop. And we're just so proud. I said the stoop again. <laughs> the former stoop affiliated affiliated with the, the Yo Show. So, um, yeah, I, I'm just I'm proud to be a part of it all. And we love you guys, and you're the reason we do this. And just thank you for listening. So definitely thank you for listening, everybody out there. Uh, about 15 minutes left to the show. So I got to steal another four minutes of your time to play one more Aaron Paul song. This is Ain't Nobody, and this is uh, accompanied by Turk Lewis. So Aaron Paul, Ain't Nobody, uh, about four and a half minutes long. You might recognize the song. It's actually an excellent uh, rendition done by Aaron Paul. Terrific artist, our guest tonight, one of three guests we had tonight. Three guests. Wow, it's busy. Uh, let's listen to the song. We'll be back to you in about, uh, about four and a half minutes. The Yo Show.
Let me rock you, let me rock you, Shaka Khan. Let me rock you, that's all I wanna do, Shaka Khan. Let me rock you, let me rock you, Shaka Khan. Let me rock, let me rock, got a feel for you, Shaka Khan. Let me rock you, let me rock you, Shaka Khan. You Shaka Very special guest this evening, Mr. Aaron Paul. But ain't nobody played three songs <laughs> tonight from Aaron. Ain't nobody featuring Turk Lewis, Aaron Paul's own pop star. Aaron Paul's collaboration with Dr. Dre, Lessons in Life, Love, Music, and Boy Bands, which is also the name of his brand new book. And check it out if you like good reading. Some riveting stories and a success about a guy who overcomes. And if you want to just get your own positive energy about overcoming things and, and forging ahead, check out I Don't Care, Lessons in Life, Love, Music and Boy Bands, Aaron Paul, Nathan James, two-thirds of our great guest panel tonight, also with the amazing Dr. Dre from UMTV Raps. Three stars for the price of one. That's what we do here. We give you all that in one show. 
Wow. I'm still, like, blown away. I'm so, like, this is so great. Jewel has in half of the night, um, half of the night, Jewel was actually a, a listener. Like, we lost her. Like, she'd be leaning back and, and just <laughs> taking it all I in. Was. And, like, I'm looking at her about, like, asking a question. She's shaking me off. Like, she don't want to say nothing. She wants to listen to these guys talk. <laughs> I don't blame Hell it. Yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. No, <laughs> that was so it was great. that good. Yeah, wow. we could have countless hours. Um, and like I said, Aaron, uh, you know, he likes to give some shout-outs. Um, I want to give a shout-out to a guy that did a lot of photography work for him at Brian Griffin Photography. Uh, he did a lot of the um, photos for him and Dre and the, the new song. Um, of course, we had mentioned already Eileen Shapiro and uh, Dr. Jimmy Starr, Ron Russell, uh, a lot of people that are big parts of Aaron's world and helping him get ahead and uh, kind of the reason we do what we do here. And one of the reasons we found Aaron, we found Aaron kind of on the same night that we're all at this Adamant concert. And uh, and I said, you know, meet this guy, Aaron. You'll love him. And we actually got an interview with him. We did fantastic. He mentioned it, talked about the coffee house, talked about the photo, talked about that night. One of the greatest nights ever. Such a great, great time. That's so cool. I'm jealous, but we'll make it happen real soon. You got like they act like I won't pick up and go down Atlantic City and hang out with those guys. Oh, I will. I know. We do that yeah. like <laughs> all the time. Yeah, they're saying it like, yeah, they're not gonna be there. I will be there. Jeff and his wife go to AC all the time. Me and my fiance go to AC all the time, so we would love it for real. <laughs> if you're still yeah, listening. I'm not afraid of not afraid. Yeah, no, I'm not afraid of a trip to <laughs> AC, especially with Aaron. It's good fun. Never hung out with Dre or, or Nathan James, but, you know, you learn those experiences. I've hung out with Aaron. I know how good a time he is. And he well, recommends these guys. You know, it's going to be great. Um, I even, like, read deeper, not so much into the book, but just into the surroundings of the book. And some of the critical acclaims that he got were amazing. I mean, people that had big-time movies at the Cannes Movie Festival and other writers and artists have had nothing but great things to say about Aaron's book, and that's it's so honest and real, and when you read the book, it really, truly feels like Aaron's speaking to you. Like, I know I spoke to him before, but it really feels like his essence and, and how he would talk to you is how the book reads. And it was such a quick read, and, and I, I just I, – I did. I devoured it, and, and you will too. So it's, it's, it's worth a read, so I would check it out. Definitely. I've got a lot more of it to read. I want to see I do have it now. Got a copy directly from Aaron. So I'm going to be reading it. I'm be checking it out. I got some of it tonight, but you know, so much more. And like I said, those three guys, if we had the airtime, we could probably be well into this tomorrow. So, yeah, it was a party. Um, I'm sad to end it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm already just pleasured, uh, pleasured. I'm already pleased to announce. <laughs> I got the, uh, the Facebook acceptance of Nathan James. There's another connection. Me and Nathan are now friends on Facebook, and me and Aaron are, and we're going to try and get Dre, and just keep in touch with them, guys. They're great. Great bunch. Absolutely. So, just a few minutes left. We had some topics. I'm not even going to touch topics. I'm blown away by the whole evening. Uh, we will be back Monday. Uh, we actually got kind of a long time of guests that all kind of came up at once. <laughs> so we've got to kind of sort them out and find out who's going to be on the show. But stay tuned to the Stoop Radio Network's Facebook page, uh, the Stoop Radio Network one on Instagram and on Twitter. 
my personal page if you're friends with me, Jewel's personal page if you're friends with Jewel, and then we're going to announce real soon who we're have on uh, Monday. So we're going back, at least trying to go back to the Monday and Wednesday format. Uh, Jewel originally said one day a week. I think she just cut that because she realized how badly poor Jeff scrambled <laughs> the other night uh, when we uh, had an unfortunate incident where uh, our guest co-host uh, couldn't make it. Who? So. Who? Who? What? We don't know who. It's just me. Right. Right. We, <laughs> I mean, right. It's always you. It's just two shows a night, people. I'm back, baby. Let's go. That's now we're talking two shows a week, not two shows. Well, I do two shows a night. Also, I like that. Two Did shows. Did I say in the beginning? Like yeah. Hey, she has the fan at nine o'clock. Can't hold it's me accountable. Tonight's shit really hit the fans. We had three guys talking at once. <laughs> me and you spectating, and that was great. God, it was great. I stayed somewhat sober, Mike, so I'm going to really absorb all that. Whew. Whew. Did I? Whew. Whew. Great stuff. Uh, and it only gets better. Like I said, we're getting better. Better shows are happening. And yeah, why tonight we talked about a lot of serious subjects. We're also going to go back to um, music. We're going to go back to getting some of the um, lovely, sexy guests that Jeff likes to say dumb things to. You know, all that's and we're in the works to do a live broadcast, so stay tuned for that. Exactly. We're working into that. Um, one especially we've been trying to do for a while, and the talking continues. And uh, the guy that's a big fan of me and the guy that I'm a big fan of that Jewel got to see uh, recently, um, Mr. Kevin Kirk of the Kirko Brothers Band, uh, has solo stuff coming out. I believe he said spring. So we're trying to actually do like an in-studio live performance uh, from Kevin. He checks Shorter once in a while, so if he's out there, I want to say hello. Kevin's one of my favorite people, one of my favorite artists. He's pretty damn awesome. That's awesome. I can't wait. I know. Me, me time. There's so much stuff, you know. It, it, there's time in it, and there's investment in places. So you got to get people to want to lend a hand a little bit. And if you're listening out there and you got studio space or you know about making these things happen feel free to look us up on facebook again the stoop radio network and drop us a message because we you know can use a little help we used to have an intern she quit yeah. um, she's sleeping on the job Literally. is that her is that her back here <laughs> yeah. wake up Ladies and gentlemen, duck uh, the intern. The good thing is she's still alive because, I mean, I had her on the milk carton for months. Uh, there she is, kicking ass old. at her job. What are you going to do? World's worst intern ever. She's the best worst intern ever. We love her. She's great. She always delivers great information. But nights like tonight, we had like three guests on at once. We're going to re- really use some quick quips. Really? She's sleeping. Used her. I know. Yeah. Could get her back on. Way to yeah. sleep through it. What happened if I slept through it? <laughs> but she is a Guns N' Roses fan, so you can't hate on her for that. You can't hate on her for that. You know, I took down my Aaron Paul costume, and I now have a Guns N' Roses t-shirt on. Um, I would really just love her to have, like, to play an interlude because she is an amazing musician. So, um, well, coming soon, intern, yes. cast away edition. <laughs> <laughs> intern cast away, I love it. And uh, my dog. We haven't heard from my dog in a while. I don't bring him to the studio anymore. I haven't. I miss him. He's around. He's around. Gentleman. He's something, all right. Um, (laughs) 
Real quickly before we get off, because uh, I just got the cue that we're almost out of time. Um, I just said what would happen if I. I just said what happened if I slept through the show. Nothing. Nobody would have known the difference because they were wrapped into Dr. Dre and Nathan James and Aaron Paul. I could have slept through it. Nobody would ever know. But why would I sleep? I would have missed it. Check out the replay on my Facebook page and the Super Radio Network. I'm going to uh, definitely give you the link to replay this. We've got about 30 seconds left. I want to thank the hostess with the mostest, Jewel. Katie. I want to thank Aaron Paul. I want to thank Dr. Dre. I want to thank Nathan James. I never thought I'd say that in my entire life to thank three people once for being on my hour, our little radio show, the Yo Show. Thank you, Philly. Thank you, the world. And we'll see you Monday night. Jewel, don't be a douche. And be nice to people, even the shitty ones. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.